actually, yeah, I, I was eating tomato soup and was thinking how I could just uh, spill it all over it and it would have, you know, no <laughs> obvious uh, marks whatsoever. That's funny because I was, it's not that funny, but we were watching this film yesterday, <laughs> this horror film, and it started funny, with is it, on a close-up scale? of uh, soup that you didn't know what it was. It was just like bubbling and it kind of was like, is that blood? Is that like something else? Like, And I was like, that's such a specific colour. It's Heinz tomato soup, but it has like a really specific kind of yeah. red. And it was, yeah. and that's the yeah. colour of your tracksuit. It is, it is, and it's weird because it's not the colour of, of tomatoes. No, like, I was I thinking think about it, like given, why is it, yeah. Yeah, given 10 years and, you know, plenty of resources, I don't think I could turn a tomato into uh, something which looked like Heinz tomato soup, but there we go. <laughs> I guess if you had a lot of cream and... Mm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, also, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's one of those things just like, you know, mixing paint, it will be kind of unexpected results. But I wonder if it's like a painted, no, not painted it, but you know what I mean? Like it's such a specific, yeah. like, you know, straight away, like that's Heinz tomato soup. Yeah. Do you think I should write Heinz on, on the front of my tracksuit? Pretend I'm sponsored. Enviro. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, when did you start recording? Because I just leapt up because the cat was being sick. and Just now. Um, okay. So we didn't capture <laughs> that. I've been very productive this morning. Have you? I, oh. I vacuumed. Oh. And wow. I've done the laundry, which I hung up behind oh. me. Very good. Do you save it for the end of the week? Uh, yeah, I almost always do laundry at weekends. It's rare. I do it in the week. Do you find then, sitting at home, do you get dressed properly? And also, do you <laughs> like I? wear the same outfit every day? Or do you think, Oh, gross, I've just been sitting in that every day. Do you wear a fresh outfit? I don't every know. day? Yeah. yeah I, I, I have a bunch of things and I mix them up slightly. Yeah. But, but I mean, I during think... lockdown, I haven't worn what I would normally wear for now a year, or I guess. So just that's why I'm wearing a tracksuit, because <laughs> I've been kind of wearing lazier and lazier. Yeah. Mm. I'm still wearing can't even, can't even see the tomato stains on it, actually. There. What's happening? <laughs> um, I've got a Studio Ghibli t-shirt. Do you like it? Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. It's my latest purchase. Pretty good. And this looks like a semi-orange colour, but it's not. It's more like a... Yeah. I had to look, like actually, to be like, is it a two-tone top or a undertop? It's an undertop. That's my mm. favourite style for lounging. Um, there was some sunlight yesterday. That was the most exciting thing this week because I haven't yeah, seen the sun in a while. And oh, really? Oh, you're yeah. blessed down in Brighton. I think you're getting better weather. Well, Although you missed the down. snow. The snow was pretty exciting the other week. Which was that snow tomorrow? Supposedly, let's see if it happens. It says reasonable chance though, because it does say it's going to get significantly below zero. So mm. let's see. Have you been out much in the week? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, well, I've been. Yesterday, when it was sunny, I went outside. I think I've got into feeding wildlife a lot more. That's one of my kind of ways of... Um, Feed the pests. Fill yeah. the city up with <laughs> shitting well, there's, seagulls. There's a pair, of, a pair of ducks that um, are quite friendly that I feed regularly that sort of live in the pond near me. And, well, they kind of live there. They seem to have, like, Mrs. Duck's gone off somewhere and left Mr. Duck on his own, so he's just sort of swimming around on his own but still feeds. Um, feeding some crows... And then in the cemetery near me, I managed to feed nine squirrels in one day, seven of them from the hand. Aww. 
nice. pretty impressive. Yeah. I wish we had cute red squirrels instead of the grey ratty ones. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they're quite nice ones, actually. Well, some of them are really quite fat. Yeah. They look, in fact, it's possible they even have that condition because I know there are some sort of strange conditions you get in various animals. So they look like they've just been working out at the gym. And it's just <laughs> like these sort of really kind of um, hench <laughs> squirrels, you know. It's like he can, his like arms barely are sort of like so his muscular. Arms. I mean, it's hard to tell. It might be, it might be muscle, it might be fat, it's probably fat. It's probably because it's he's been eating um, all the junk food. It's stuff. Up for the cold, surely. Yeah, well, it's just not going to get cold enough. It's just going to be permanently fat when spring comes around. Um, I think yeah. it's because probably it's because been eating, yeah, it's been eating junk food, I bet. Maybe that's or what you up. can help with in the spring. You can go and help them. By chasing them around. Yeah. To, to with, <laughs> Giving them, them a food plan of like yeah. different things each day. That... Well, they've just been getting peanuts from me, which I don't think is too fat in for a squirrel. Sounds quite appropriate. You give them in the shell so they have to crack it open with their little hands. Yeah, yeah, oh! yeah. That's it. Yeah. And also, it's like quite nice because um, it's funny because they will take it from your hand. They like to put it in their mouth, but they often will put their paws on your hand to kind of steady themselves. And they've got these oh. kind of nice little sharp, but not very sharp, glory paws. Oh, yeah. Um, been trying to feed the crows as well crows also like um peanuts and they're good at opening them I, th I, th I think honestly it's a bit like with humans i mean obviously yeah. a peanut must be a nice food but i do think the animals also enjoy thing. about cracking it open you know yeah crows they're like yep i'm gonna work out i'm gonna yeah smash away at it crows and they're like, are very yep. intelligent aren't they yeah they're, yeah they're one of the most intelligent birds apparently they're yeah called, i haven't corbin's Cor Corvid. corbin yeah corbin was corbin. the previous leader of the <laughs> Corbid. It's not Corbid. Corvid, is it? Corvid, yeah. Corbid. It's a V. No. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah. What was I going to say? It makes me think of this bar in Paris. I don't know if we went there that had peanuts in their shop. They just had like loads of them. I can't remember. So you sit at the bar and there was just like a big trough of <laughs> like really? monkey nuts that mm. you'd have to like shell and then everyone just put the shells on the ground. Because that what you that's what you do in those like old the um what they call zinc the zinc top old Parisian bars, and then I mean normally they would smoke when they could smoke inside and you just drop the butts down and then they'd sweep it up so it wouldn't be like so it was already... an ashtray so it was like on the ground so you just put the yeah so it was a bit it was crunchy like say, it was like didn't really want to eat the them, floor but I just couldn't stop myself I'd just be like yeah. another one and just cracking it. In New York, it's very common in bars to give you a little pot of snack with beer yeah. for free. And yeah. I think it's quite clever because it's salty. It makes, makes you want, want to buy more. another beer. Yeah. I know. Definitely. And also, yeah, you, also you just feel, you feel really quite welcome as well. That's yeah. the other thing. In, um, in one of them, it had, um, they had a popcorn, popcorn machine at the back. Yeah. And you just sort of would help yourself to that. And then they had various flavoured salts to sprinkle on it. Mm, the only thing oh. with that is popcorn like sticks in my teeth so i just would i would like want to eat it but then it'd be very like if you're on a date or something you'd be like no so i just have like all these maybe you're eating it wrong popcorn. no it's my teeth i can't <laughs> it's eat it's your teeth are wrong with people i'll just be like <laughs> your teeth are popcorn magnets okay, bye <laughs> yeah this sort of stick unattractive i don't know what about kissing someone who's got popcorny teeth if you like popcorn, it's a it's a bonus. It's a kiss plus popcorn. Oh. 
like birds feeding each other. Speaking <laughs> a bit of popcorn in the mouth. Oh, I do feel sick. Oh dear. Um, must have some other. I went to school yesterday. Um, but it Teach. was a crap day. Well, it actually wasn't a crap day, but it was just so stressful because. Um, I'll just edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> but can you leave in the bit that says I'm going to edit this out? Yeah, I normally do. Um, but what about the bit that I've just said where I'm saying about that? <laughs> it's just an endless chain. Yeah. No, they just like don't communicate properly. And I... Who? The so team at school? Yeah. At eight o'clock at night um, on Thursday, I just happened to see my email and I had an email from a student saying, Hi, miss, that you're running an English <laughs> intervention tomorrow. And I'd be really up for that. Do I have to wear a uniform or not? Like, first I've heard about it. It's eight o'clock in the evening. And I normally go into school on Fridays anyway. But, like, I didn't know anything about it. And like, I really like this student and I know them quite well. So it's like, yeah, but, like, why is she telling people that I'm doing this thing? And then the deputy head, like, emailed me about, like, nine saying, is this all right, Gemma? And I'm like, is this online? Is this in person? Like, I'm going to be in school anyway. And it's like, just in person, if that's all right, you can just like help them with stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'll be there anyway. But at the same time, it's like, why are they telling people, students, that, to come in for me, like, when they haven't even told me? Like, if I hadn't looked at my email, I would have no idea. And then the next day, it's quite stressful to be there quite early. And then like, <laughs> I had to take a tutor group. And I can never get it right. Like I can never get the register to come up on my Chromebook. It just doesn't load because the tracker is just so huge and it never works. And it's just like surreal. So I'm sitting in this room with my like tiny little Chromebook. And obviously I can't hear any of them. And they're year sevens. They're quite like chatty and they're like bopping up all this stuff on the chat. And I'm just like, hello, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like chatting away to them. And they're, you know, obviously, I don't know, like they're just sitting at home and you like get nothing back. So it's like very surreal. And I can never do the register. So I'm always like, oh, Miss Collins is failing to do the register again today. Sorry, everyone. But like, so this week I was like, oh, I'll get the tracker up on a PC because then it will load properly and I'll just talk on my Chromebook and it'll be fine. And I was like, so I'm actually going to be able to do the register today. And I started and then it just froze because the fucking tracker doesn't work anyway. So I was like, never mind. I can't do that. And we always do this Kahoot quiz. Do you know Kahoot? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been doing a pub quiz with Kahoot. Yeah, we do them in school quite a lot. So then I was like, never mind, we'll start the quiz. And they'd all like signed up to it. And um, and I was like, okay, let's go. So we don't run out of time to do the quiz. Um, and, uh, and then I like started it and my computer sort of went blippy. And then my whole Chromebook, it's never done this before, just shut down completely. Just completely shut off and wouldn't turn on again. Kicked me out Ooh. of the meeting. So I was like, oh fucking hell it's like in the middle of a tutor group so then I logged on on the pc um but there's no mic or camera on the pc so I was like to type and they were all like going what's happened blah, 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 and talking to each other and I was like hello everyone <laughs> sorry like my computer's completely crashed but let's and they were like we won't have time to do the quiz now and I'm like it's okay it's okay we'll do it in like record time and I like started the quiz and then my chromebook came on and I was like, oh, maybe, okay, maybe I can talk through this. <laughs> and because I was on both things, I like said something and it was just like echoing like crazy. <laughs> so unpleasant. And they were like, yeah, we can hear you, miss. And I was like, oh, God, I'll turn that off. 
it was just disastrous. So then I had to like, which I always have to do, instead of calling the register, I have to look down the list of who's there in the chat and write it down and then fill in the fucking tracker afterwards. And I got an email later in the day from this angry parent saying, I had a phone call from the school saying that my daughter was not in tutor. I can confirm she was. She was sitting right next to me. <laughs> I'm like, right, sorry. Anyway, so that was my start to the day. And then this thing that they'd like signed me up for. Yeah. They, like someone called me to the office and was like, oh, Gemma, <laughs> to see you. I'm like, what? what? And these students had come in specifically to work with me because they had been told that I was running this thing that I hadn't been told about. <laughs> One girl was already there and she was just like emailing people going like, I'm supposed to be here with Miss Collins, but I don't know where she is. It's like I was in my fucking tutor group. And this girl was like, quite, she's really sweet. She's quite autistic and she's like really stressed about coming in. She hasn't been in before in the lockdown. And like, and she was like, I was told I had to come in because there's an English workshop. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want, I hate to break this to you, but there is no English workshop. I'm here and I'm happy to help you with your English work. That's all it is. And she was like, oh, oh no, maybe I should just go home. I was like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. But I was like, assholes. And no one was around to ask. It was just like, what am I doing? And I'm supposed to be there to help, like with the kids that are at school and they're really understaffed. So this woman I was supposed to be helping was just on her own. And I had to just go off with these other students. But but like, so I sent this like pithy email to the woman who'd sent it to me saying like, yeah, uh, it seems like there's been miscommunication. It just would have been nice to have a heads up because I have nothing prepared and, you know, it's fine. I can like help them. But and she just replied like, it was organized this. And he's the deputy head. And he's like, he's the guy who interviewed me. And he's the nicest man ever and it's like he does this sort of jedi mind trick on you because he's like however annoyed you are at him as soon as you talk to him you can't be annoyed because he's just like it, it, it works with the kids like he never gets annoyed with them he never gets angry he's completely unflappable always like even if they're just like yelling cunt in his face he's just like mm. and they end up sort of calming down so you go in being really like, no, I'm really, this is not, this is not acceptable. And then you end up like going out apologizing to him because it's impossible. So he came up and was just like really, you know, chilled and sort of, my earphones just spoke to me. I said what? Did you... You're going to have to edit this off. bit in. I was going to say there's a long, oh, oh you mean, Fuck. you can't hear me. Oh, when you said they spoke to you, I thought it was more like oh, no. they spoke to you in a sort of haunting way. <laughs> they just said power on. Oh, they power on, but then they were actually turning off. Maybe the irony. They cut out. I was going to say, they look cool. Can you hear me at all? Or are you just saying things? I think um, it may have recorded. I think that might have been oh, no, no. another bit of, um, what's that thing called? Uh, the voice... Um, Electronic oh, voice phenomenon. Freaky, yeah. EVP. That's what I thought you said when the, like, the headphones were speaking to you. That was really weird. Like, Gemma. <laughs> God, don't. That's the horror film <laughs> I watched yesterday, <laughs> hearing voices. Uh, you and... said they were just saying power on. Yeah. Power on. Saying power on is their kind of, that's what they say in all circumstances. You know, Look. 
like when the headphones i'm about to die say power on <laughs> i like the way she says pair power ring. on is more like their catchphrase it's like, it's like power on pair ring it's like why do you pronounce it like that? <laughs> are you weird <laughs> pair ring um yeah yeah you do wonder with it maybe it's one of these things where it's like some kind of thing that it's not even a recording it's like some sort of speech synthesis thing and it's like that's how it ends up sounding Hmm. synthesizer oh. you must have heard those things like well like text speech so it's like oh, it's somehow yeah, easier it's for them not, to do text like speech than a yeah human woman in my ears <laughs> a little tiny woman yeah yeah no person ever said pairing it was a kind of computer program <laughs> that was like yep close enough yeah uh yeah anyway just to, to finish the thing he said he kept like i was sort of sent off this email and i was annoyed and then and then <laughs> he's all like yeah, so if you could just, you know, if we're very relaxed about it, you know, don't worry, it'd just be like nice for them to have be, you know, start coming in and like have some time, even if they're just chatting to each other and you can just go through whatever you want. And it's just like, oh, you know, it takes all the wind out, you say, you're really annoyed and then you're like, oh. And then it left me feeling really like, oh, I've just made this fuss when actually it was really easy. But it's still annoying. Like they, this is what they do. They just sort of set things up. And they don't tell the people who are actually doing it. And it's like, we shouldn't be getting emails at nine o'clock at night for something that's happening the next day. But just felt really, I don't like that. I really don't like it. I get, it makes me really stressed. I like to know what I'm doing. And I hate, like, I'm not sure if I'm, if it's vague, the instructions are vague and I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing. Because then I end up feeling like I've done something wrong and I just finish the day feeling like, oh, I've sort of messed up in some way, even though I hadn't. And at the end of the day, we're like we only we had this lesson that was like only half an hour before they had to go, and so we were just playing hangman. And that's when <laughs> she chose to come in and actually just really relaxed. And he just joined in. And I was like, oh, we're doing uh, book titles. <laughs> to be fair, that like they had just done like one of them had just chosen Moby Dick, which is quite impressive. Hmm. Um, but we had a um, an exercise at work where we were looking to remove um, kind of terms that people would find offensive that end up into code. So like one of the kind of key things with right. that is um, a lot of the time in computing, it was like used to refer as master slave. Oh. So where you have like kind of which would, you know, be some kind of like computing device which has others sort of which are attached to it in some kind of way which uh, follow those commands. And it's not really an appropriate use of the term. And so we were getting rid of that. Uh, uh, in, in combination with that, we're also getting rid of just the word master, which is a bit more people. There's, there's more controversy online where well, people are saying, look, it doesn't always refer to master and slave. Sometimes it's just like master, like a master copy. Yeah. But people were kind of like, well, yeah. But I, and at first I was kind of like, yeah, I don't think it does refer to it in this case because it's just there's the word master and there's no slave. But it's kind of also it's one it's like one of those things where because it's one of those things that's almost everywhere, it was also like, uh, let's actually take some time to look everywhere across all of our code base. So I think it was probably um, probably a worthwhile mm. exercise. What else was and, Interesting. Uh, well, white li and whitelist and blacklisting, we now okay. refer to as allow list and deny list. What does it mean? Where does that come from? I guess it's sort of one of those things where people are like anything that sort of uses black is the negative connotation. Because it's quite rare that 
black is used with a positive yeah. thing. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where like, the only the very few examples is um, where people say in the black to mean that you are now solvent as opposed to in the red. In the black and in the red. That's what yeah. I thought it was. It's used in the early 1600s to describe a list of those who are under suspicion. But why? Mm. I mean, it's also one of those things where it doesn't have any, the term doesn't oh, reflect yeah. the sort of action, you know. So it's like if you didn't know English, mm. you'd be like, why is a white list allow and a blacklist is deny so it makes more sense yeah i mean because you also have things like in scotland there's the black watch isn't there which is obviously nothing to do with race and is you know it's a regiment of the yeah it's a sort of famous regiment of the scottish army mm. interesting we also removed the word dummy as well which right. i was a bit surprised at at first it was uh because it's, it's these things where, which is still sort of referenced and using statistics quite a lot, but where you have a dummy value just sort of means a sort of value which is kind of obviously different or that kind of means something but isn't a real value, things like that. Right, and like I was like, run. Yeah, and I was like, but it's strange because obviously to the UK, dummy That's would mostly mean, to Americans, it would mean um, pacifier. It's the same thing. If you think of a dummy, mm. you think either a, you know a pacifier that goes in baby's mouth, or a shock mannequin, or a shock mannequin. Or a shock mannequin. Well, yeah. Well, it's interesting because then I was like looking up about it, and it comes mm. from, of course, being dumb, meaning yeah, not that, unable to speak. Of... Oh, okay. But isn't it? And that's Aww. and when you think of it like that, I was like, oh, that's actually really sad, isn't it? That it was because yeah. it was one of these things where it's like being unable to speak was just equated with being stupid. Oh. And so when I was like, actually, you know that does kind of make me feel sad and I was like yeah and it also does make sense to not use it in that term I mean the, mm. the thing that's tricky is it's like where does like you know the, the, the derivation the etymology mm. of a term is like actually very different from its sort of vernacular usage yeah. I find all that um, very interesting and I like teaching I like having although it can be really difficult having it's really difficult having those conversations with students but I it's interesting because they yeah. don't understand that obviously it's hard when you're younger you just like this word means this to me and you're yeah. like all words have a history and they might yeah. have changed and now it means this but before it used to mean this and um you know something's changed for the better and something's changed for the worse and yeah i mean i imagine that we don't use the word dumb for someone who is unable to speak anymore anyway because it no. probably i can't imagine that it really is a no. correct categorization of you know there's there's many Mm, being stupid well, there's, there's many different why? many yeah, different like, well yeah, i think that's it yeah because i mean there's many different reasons that someone is unable to speak it can be sort of physiological and psychological and sort of mm. you know you get a, a sort of aphasia and stammers and stutters and there's lots of reasons yeah. that and um and i guess it's weird because i suppose you think then that even like a, a, a shop mannequin dummy which would probably have come you know before that from a, a tailor oh. you can kind of think of it as it is a sort of it's like mute. someone that is yeah it's a mute body it's a body that is unable that's a bit creepy. It is, yeah. Unless um, it's from the film Mannequin. <laughs> I mean, I wonder, yeah. But I mean, it's weird because we, yeah, so sort of, I don't know whether it feels like there's a, there's certainly a long history of it also meaning some kind of inner human form rather yeah. than. Yeah. And so, in that, if you if you think of it, if you, if you think of those two, if those two things are separate, which is, you know, perhaps arguable, then it's. You know, in that sense, it's kind of like if you're calling someone a dummy, you're saying they're like a, a shop mannequin, you know, or a crash test dummy. Um, 
but I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was, I was kind of like, it was interesting because at first I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then when I looked into Mm. it, you kind of think about it more and you're like, yeah. But also though, any term to call someone stupid is offensive. I mean, in itself, but like, you can't not have words to, you can, but like, there's always negative words. It's just how you use them. But any term calling someone stupid is an effect, like that's the point of it. Yeah, that's true. I also think you're insulting someone. Yeah, don't be stupid. But I mean, it's kind of one of the things I was thinking is are people stupid or is it is stupidity something everyone does? I mean, because it's like everyone is stupid at times. It's like there's nobody who says they've never done anything stupid in their life. Yeah, exactly. And and if they do, it's because they're a (laughs) stupid. Because they're a narcissist. (laughs) Yeah. So, Mm. you know, stupid is something you do, not something you are. Mm. Interesting. I do like finding out about origins of words, but then I get a bit lost sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think we also need to have words to insult people with as well. It's yeah. kind of like well, we need... It's and, not and, even and that we need, it's just that you can't really get rid of them because it will yeah. just be another word then, won't it? Like language... Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, so it's like there, there are needs. It's like, yeah, if you don't... If you take away one, another one will appear. Yeah. And... Um, like young yeah. people have so many yeah. slang things just constantly changing. And yeah. they're always and it changes like over time. something that's cool for an idiot, someone who's, um, what, what will they always have? Like, yeah, like insults probably be the most changing, would you say? I would yeah. think so. And, and well, insults and brag terms. And they oh. can strangely, they can strangely yeah. be ambiguous as to which is which as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it can be like you, you can use it in both. Yeah. Like simultaneously, it can mean both things. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, there's lots of sort of teaching terms. It's like brainstorm. I always sort of say that just because I've been brought up saying it, and you're not supposed to say that because that's like kind of someone having uh, like a seizure or something. <laughs> I <Yeah>. just, <laughs> I know that shouldn't be funny. I just, it's like so abstract to me. It's like it's not really insulting anyone but i guess it's like like you say it's like the where it's come from you know is is quite but does it have yeah again does it have that that background or is it just it kind of they like oh it sounds like it could also be a way of describing that's the thing sometimes i think people get confused so then they haven't looked up the etymology they haven't done what you're doing and kind of going oh okay this actually has like quite a disturbing route they've gone the other way and gone now this term could does have like it seems like it is referring to this, but actually it comes from mm. somewhere completely different. Because it's also, if you think, like, yeah, like, well, you can, you can, storm can be a verb as well, so to storm the castle. Mm. But um, if you think of it, and it's not a negative no. thing. That's the thing. Like a brainstorm is well, a you would, negative. You would never thing, describe. So... You would never see someone having a fit and say they're having a brainstorm. No, That's because you're never what ever you're used doing in that. Is you're having lots of thoughts and you're putting yeah. it all down on paper like yeah. in a in a storm of ideas like it doesn't seem to me like that's come from yeah a brain tempest and interestingly i don't know if this is there's a reason behind it but i say bullet point mm. um i notice my australian colleagues don't they say dot point and i wonder if they've been taught if that is that a more correct way of saying it so you'd have to say bullet <laughs> I mean, bullet point is a bit. It's a bit. I mean, you violent. are just in, wantonly encouraging gun crime. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I imagine again, it's sort of like you know that a, a bullet, the the word, 
probably pre. I mean, it, the word must be predate actual, you know, gunpowder and armament kind of. You know, I don't know maybe it does. Maybe it's like um, no, I bet, like a I wild bet, west thing. No, I bet a bullet. I bet it was probably used as a bullet point before it was used as a. You know, and, and when they were like, "What should we call this metal?" You know, thing. Don't you think it's quite like, a modern let's... thing? Because it's a typing thing, isn't it? A bullet point. Don't know. No, I bet it's an old word. You think it's? Yeah, think I bet it'd be like bullet points by hand. Yeah, like writing is a lot older than than. Um... Yeah, but I wouldn't imagine that you would draw bullet points. I feel like that's a typing thing. Oh no, I think you would if you no? go because okay. because writing would have been a scribe's job. It would have been a. Mm. And I bet they would have had, you know, because there's lots of characters which sort of show up, which have um, ancient origins. Mm. I don't know when ancient would go to, but, you know, I bet they would go <laughs> back to to old school scribes and calligraphy. Yeah. And I bet they did do bulleted lists, actually. I can I can imagine um, what you call the illuminated manuscripts with a kind of like, you know, must feed the cat, do the washing, go on a walk. <laughs> Kill some heretics. Yeah. <laughs> and tend to my, witches. Tend to um, my garden. <laughs> oh, this is a very sort of um <laughs> don't know, complex person we've got here. On the one well, hand, I, I was imagining gardening, I, peacefully gardening. On the other hand, they're like burning people. And... Well that was that was your side. I was uh, I, I was know. imagining some kind of like monastic scribe oh, kind of sat right. down there caref carefully copying out um you know pages of uh waving my finger well hang on oh you're looking up all these definitions it's a typography thing that's what i would have thought but I, maybe it's one of those things people don't really know it what you find... seems, the term bullet point originally seems to have meant not the type or not the typographical symbol but the text marked by the bullet symbol in a list but yeah but looking through 19th century books i can't find any bulleted lists Lists are either indexed by numbers or items identified with spacing and indentation. When typewriters started being widely used, people started preparing type documents with less care than they'd taken with printed materials. So they started using asterisks instead of numbers. Hmm. I don't know. That's that's not definite, though. That's just a person. Hmm. I mean, it's also, that's, I, I guess, also the, the thing oh. to look at is the intent of it. You know, like, even if... yeah. <laughs> it does it's exactly tied to bullets will it encourage gun crime or any of the negative consequences <laughs> of bullets existing in the world and you also it's weird because then it's like you know words become taboo you know it's well, like that's the thing you have to have it, that's why you have to have so a what, conversation about yeah, it because if yeah. you stop talking about it then that's not good in a society yeah. like if you're just like you can't do these things um but you've got to keep talking about it haven't you that's the yeah point. like like you say because then it's like oh i've actually looked into this and actually that's a bit disturbing or whatever yeah what i mean you using said then what have you replaced them with the well the the, the thing that i mean this is happening a lot on online as well because it's uh, github who um control an awful lot of source code said they were going to change their we have branches in source code in, in source code and they're going to change it um, from master to main so main okay. will be the new name. But the thing that they've, I feel they've really missed out on is the previous popular source code um, kind of versioning software used to call it trunk. And that was so much of a better name yeah. because it is a tree. And so you, you're merging your code into the trunk. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't 
stick with that when they when they moved to the new system in the first place or why they didn't be like you know what this is a great opportunity to re-embrace that Mm. um pretty nice non-controversial term i would have imagined trunk and helps you remember Mm. it's it's not a it is a tree it's a it's a bit it's it's actually not quite a tree it's an elephant trunk well i think that's why because they're like it's no longer a tree it's not Ah. it's tree is like a particular data structure in computing and i guess it probably isn't a tree it's a more general type of graph but anyway people shouldn't be such that's what's happened they've been a stickler for kind of terminology and ended Mm. up with now a very vague term to describe what they're talking about i don't like the name github i find that offensive (laughs) it just sounds horrible (laughs) yeah actually that is funny because i mean well git is the yeah it is i mean well it was deliberate be uh, chosen as an insult by uh, so you've heard of Linux. So Linus Torvalds um, was um, uh, wanted to wrote it, wrote it basically. Oh, Linus, that's cute. Yeah, Linus from Peanut. Yes, well, I mean it's the same name, but um, (laughs) and uh, he wrote it because he's a git. He thought, or something like that. I mean, there was some kind of thing about the background of the naming structure, and he was like, you know, you have to use in Unix, there's a lot of sort of two and three letter command names. Oh, so, so he just made it up. It's not an abbreviation for something. No, he made it up, yeah. What does git mean? Do you know anything about that word? I don't know, actually. Yeah, what is a git? I mean, it's someone who's, someone who's kind of annoying, I suppose. I don't think it's, it's not a very strong insult, you is it? It's like an git. old man, isn't it, you think of as a git? Yeah, yeah. It's quite a weird English word. Both ageist I mean, and sexist. I feel like in America, they don't know, they don't use that, right? Or do they? I don't think they know. I feel like Americans no, have not know no. that. I mean, means. certainly everyone knows the word. It's probably, I'm sure now it's much more used in relation to the software than um, as a insult or a... Yeah, probably. Something like that. But it was it was always a bit unclear as to exactly what would count as a git. Um, People don't know where it comes from. Hmm. It's, it's definitely one of those words, the more you so say it would, and think about it. Who was being a bastard, I feel? Oh, maybe. Lots of words were. It's yeah. like when you watch these old, like we're watching like this old Viking. I mean, it's not old. <laughs> we're watching this program about Vikings and Saxons. It's it was like, actually made by the Vikings. Eight hundred and something, <laughs> and and it's like the same as Game of Thrones and like the Untamed and all these. They're just obsessed with bastards and heirs, and oh, it's just so stupid. Just like I'm sure it's true. Like quite a lot of history is just like obsessive about you know. Who's going to inherit this thing? And are you the rightful yeah. heir to this? And just like, who cares? Really? Who cares? <laughs> Such a waste of time. Did you look life. that up? Because yeah, it, does, sort of it does. Vaguely, uh, yeah. I just sort of. Vaguely um, looks it up, yeah. It I mean, I like scanned problems. something without right, properly reading right. it. Um, yeah. A shortening of saying it might be a shortening of beget. Get insinuates yeah. that the recipient is someone's misbegotten offspring and therefore a bastard. So yeah, because there probably were lots of words related to that. We've been watching um, that Russell Davies program. It's a sin that people have been talking about. I don't know if you've seen anything about it about the AIDS crisis. So no. it's in nineteen eighty. Well, it starts in the early eighties. No, it's mid eighties. We're about like six or seven, um, and they're yeah, it's following like a bunch of young men. But anyway, some of the things that people say like the terms they use, the derogatory terms they use and things and the way that people act is just like, gosh, yeah, that's how how it was when we were little. It's just awful. 
but how racist and homophobic people were just everywhere. I mean, obviously not everyone, but like in the sort of public sphere, like the things that people just were like, yep, this is just what you say. Yeah. <laughs> some of the terms that people use for in the, actually I listened to this podcast called History is Gay um, and they pick a different sort of time or, you know, like period of history and they pick these like particular people who were gay and they've kind of not been talked about and they research it and things. Um, and they, they always come up with the, like their term of the week, like for some kind of homosexual term that's just like really brilliant, like some euphemism. <laughs> they just love them and they're like collecting them and they're really good. <laughs> Can't think It'd of be interesting. I bet there's some good stuff that linguists could say, because it's also weird the way you can you can do that thing where you can just sort of like talk about someone and you can just insert any word in there. You know, you can be like, oh, you know, they're a bit, just pick any word at all. They're a bit marrow today. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're a bit, yeah. They're a little bit turnip. You, you know, you can just do <laughs> yeah. any like vegetable, almost any noun will kind of like can be used to kind of sort of make it sound like some you know to insult someone yeah because you, you you kind of it's more the, the rest of the construct of the sentence you can just stick anything in there really yeah yeah exactly some people do write well well it's like um well they don't really have insults do they in clockwork orange but he does make up words that are good um, yeah i don't know if he has insults I can't yeah, i'm sure there are some but i i use quite a lot of the clockwork orange thing I say it just without thinking. To your students. <laughs> no, just like when you're dishing out the ultra violence to them. I don't know if I say it, but like I can't, it's kind of like in my lexicon, as it mm. is with a lot of people, I think. Got a pain in the gullet. I should read it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even though they're not like made up words, but just the way he says things, I love like. Yeah. It's about eggy wakes and yeah. um, a bit of the old ultra violence. Yeah. P and M for his parents as well. I sometimes say that. What does he say? Pain in the. Does he have a the red red crovy? Isn't that what blood is? Crovy, I think, or crovy. I don't know. I probably pronounce it all wrong because I don't know any Russian, and that's what, kind of what he took it from. And I was really yeah. young when I read it, and I just <laughs> never heard anyone say it out loud. So I just have it in my own head. That's another funny thing, because I like I read Terry Pratchett a lot and I've listened to some people reading it. There's like Tony Robinson reads some of the books and he pronounces all of the names differently to how I pronounce them in my head. And then I've looked online and, you know, people are very nerdy about it. But they're like, this is not that's not how you pronounce her name. But it's unclear. Is it actually? And we've all just read it wrong. Because he's sort of, it's fantasy, so he's sort of made up names, but they're kind of real sounding. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's really disturbing when you know something so well and then you hear someone read it and you're like, no, that's not. Or like place names. Like, how would you mm. say this place name if it was like, you know, imagining it was real? L-A-N-C-R-E. Oh, you can't do that to me because I'm dyslexic. Oh. I think I probably can't work that way. Was it L-A-N-C-R-E? I'll type it in the chat. I don't what know. What would you say? Well, it'd be either. What's your instinct if you were just reading a book to yourself? Probably, probably Lancer. Oh, interesting. That Possibly. is different. Or, or it could be Lancre. Oh, both of those are not what I, I say Lanka in my head. Right. I suppose because there are some places that end RE and you just don't, you just say it 
Yeah, that would sound like kind French. of French. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. Also, this like name. Center. How would you say this name in your head? Uh, Gita. Oh, that's close. Yeah, I say Gaitha. But when Tony Robinson reads it, he says Jitha. Jitha. Okay. But that doesn't, yeah. Maybe that's more. Oh, wait. I don't know if I can. Okay. Let me find it and I'll, there's, there's going to be some typing. Um... <laughs> this is like a live lessons at school where <laughs> the teacher does something. You can just hear them like, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> so there was this thing ages ago because we were talking about text to speech earlier as to how, how is that pronounced? Goatee. So computer, right. so computers, when they were doing early text-to-speech, would pronounce that as fish. They just translate it. No, no, they, they pronounce, pronounce it as fish. fish. No, no, because it's it's what? got the it's that's the phonetic. It, they were like they were like this probably should be spelled fit, pronounced fish. So I was saying about fish, and I can't. I don't yeah. know how much of it you heard. Ah, uh, that's it. The, oh, it's just the fish. So that the, that you get the f sound from like tough. Or something like that. So gh can be can be an not f. Not the beginning of a word ever. I know, but it's like. But remember, this is a primitive computer program. Okay, so they're okay. kind of like okay. So gh can sound like f. Okay. O can sound like i, like in women. But and why? And why uh, ti can sound like a sh sound, as in what? motion. Not stuff. on its own, only without an O or an I know, L. I know, but you have to think you have to think that they what it is is though, but they only had sort of they were encoding sort of primitive rules as to how combinations of letters should be pronounced and so that okay. comes out and it sounds phonics. like fish. But I mean you you could you could pronounce it like fish. I like um when children are learning to read and they come across a word they don't know and they do that, they like just decode it in this way that you've never heard before and you're like, Oh, no, that's not how you say it but that's really interesting that you said it like that that's amazing yeah. like sometimes it's so good like just like oh yeah i can see that now you've said it but i would never have thought of that because once you've learned it it's really hard to unlearn it you just know how to say it and it's hard to sort of remember looking at a word and going what this is just nonsense like how on earth do you say this superfluous yeah. as well is just what i will always like i have to do it both ways yeah. i can't just I have to do that and then be like, wait, this is that superfluous word that always trips I me have out. some words like that. Often they're like French words, which is fair enough, isn't it, really? Because it's like we say we anglicise them. Yeah. And it's confusing. It's like we anglicise some French words, but other French words we say in a French way. And you're like, I don't yeah. know which way is it? Like, yeah. how are you supposed to say this? It's so confusing. That's it. Because, I mean, English sort of has some kind of lax rules. And then we're just like just grabbing anything yeah. which kind of is floating around. And maybe we're just like say it in English way or say it in a different language way then we'll spell it our own way or different way I don't know. well I was thinking sense. about that American thing like how we have this idea in England of Americanisms as being sort of dumbed down and is that because is that like actually a kind of not a myth but um yeah, like a sort of prejudice or is it because actually American English comes from it, like it's a bastardization of a language that was already here so it's like a simplified version because actually sometimes in america obviously they've got like all these other influences and like yeah their I've own history of language that comes from like i don't know dutch and yiddish yeah. and you know all these and like all different well, i think it's all of those i think it, a lot of it is 
just prejudice. But I've heard as well that actually some, of it some parts, yeah, but I've heard that some parts are actually that they're speaking an English which is more similar to the to how English was when right. America was being colonized. I was trying to think of another word for that, settled. But yeah, but before that, to... so there was, was it, was it Webster? The, you know, the people were kind Webster of like... that took the, he made a, a new dictionary, essentially, of like yeah. Americans, like just spelling things in a more simple way. Like, we don't need to put a GH in here. Let's just get rid of it. We don't need a U in this word. So I, I wonder if like part of it comes from that. It's like, there oh, was really? a civilized American. Yeah. Like, he literally, it was just one man who was like, this is silly. We don't need all these rules. I'm going to just get rid of them. Right. For the spellings, that is mainly. Right, right. I but wonder then, how much, um, I've forgotten who wrote the dictionary. It? He was just down the road from here. Oh. Who was it? It was Samuel Johnson, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Yes. It was actually relatively recent, wasn't it? So 1746, there probably wasn't a kind of clear way of spelling things prior to that, maybe. Well, there's that as well, isn't there? That, like, for a long time, like, in Shakespeare's time, there was no fixed hmm. spelling of things. Like even his name is spelled like five different ways, doesn't he? Hmm. Um, Do you quite like reading things that are not spelled, that are written in vernacular? This is like, um, the, I have I barely ever say that word and I've said it now like twice, three times in this freaking thing. <laughs> like, I don't know if I know, I read, I, know um, I have. Uh, Buddha Da was, Written like that, which is it's in sort of Glaswegian. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, so that they they pronounce. Yeah, it. I thought Harry doesn't. Um, I, I thought um, uh, Terry Pratchett does that, doesn't he? Sometimes so there he, he plays a lot with. Um, yeah. What he does that I like is very nerdy, and it's something you can't translate to like the screen or audio. Really, is that that's why that's why I like it. I think. Um, because it's a really private experience. I was listening to that podcast, Rule of Three, where they talk about comedy programs that they like. And someone was talking about, someone brought in the Young Ones um, annual. And they were saying how, like, things like this, because it was a bit subversive, it wouldn't have been a thing that, as a young kid, you'd be allowed to watch. Your parents would be like, no, 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 this is too rouge. You can't watch the young ones. But when you're reading something, it's a very private experience, and you can take, yeah. you can read it over and over and over again, and you can, it's in your own head, and it's just between you and the page, and it's kind of your own little private thing. And I think that's the thing with like Terry Pratchett. Yeah, you can't even read it out loud. What he does is he plays with. Uh, it's really hard to think of an example. Um, how you how a word is written so people will like he uses puns a lot but people will misunderstand what a word is because of how you see it written down on a page but obviously you wouldn't hear that if someone was saying it but as you're reading it it makes sense does that sorry hard to think of an example um like they muddle things up uh but if you said it you wouldn't be able to hear that that was the different version because it's a homophone mm. like it's just the spelling that is different or sometimes they speak in capitals as well and they can hear like the capital letter that oh that's true pronounced. yeah because uh, <laughs> death like doesn't doesn't death always yeah, talk death, in capitals yeah and, capitals. and does he even speak or he just projects his thoughts into your mind or something isn't there something like that i thought 
I'm not sure whether he actually speaks yeah. or it's just like you just he hear his speak. thoughts. Mm. It's just you hear yeah, his thoughts. Yeah, maybe you just hear something. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, people, um, there's one character that just, instead of swearing, they just say dash-ing. So that's kind of what we were saying about how, like, swear words are always changing. But this guy manages to make anything sound like a swear word. And so he's just like, instead of saying fucking hell, he just says ing. But again, like, you can't really say that. But, like, written down, it's really good. It's just like dash-ing, exclamation mark. And then mm -hmm. you can kind of insert your own... It just sounds rude without it actually being rude. Um, I like stuff like that. Um, I've been very slowly reading uh, The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Oh, yeah, where and, are you? Um, I'm, I wish I could remember more about it. I think I'm at the penultimate chapter, but where he talks about Kish and uh, What's that? It, being, it being the kind of opposite of shit. So he oh. sort of goes on this long rant sort of saying you know like when like when adam and eve were in the garden of paradise did adam have an anus to <laughs> excrete shit at all it's like did did he is it that he didn't shit or was it that shit wasn't unpleasant oh. um and it's an interesting kind of long shit wasn't of, unpleasant it would be yeah nice and that's well that's what he says he says it's, by... yeah it was that, that shit wasn't unpleasant and so it's like now you know that it was kind of like once innocence was gone, you know, shit mm. became unpleasant. And he sort of, it's like how society is always having to deny shit. Cause he was like, why, why is shit, why was shit censored? He's like, it's, it's not immoral. It's like, you can't yeah. <laughs> pretend shit is, not, is an immoral thing. It just is there. But then a lot and, of things are like that, that are like, they're just a natural part of things, but yeah. they become, it's just like, well, you can't live without it. Yeah. It's just it's just unpleasant, and and so then uh, and he's sort of saying that Kish is this kind of he he, he sort of takes it as this idea of uh, you know where the world is trying to deny that shit exists and sort of ties this in with sort of communism and and uh, you know that you have sort of totalitarian Kish where you have to um, everyone has to kind of have this idea that the the world is without shit. Um, right. I think and, I and didn't understand any of that when I was ah, right. reading oh, it's, it. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting chapter to Not knowing about. look at and read again. Yeah. But what actually happens in it? I don't remember anything. It's uh, it's really Is just... Is there sort actual of, story? Or? Yeah, there's, sort of, there's, there's three main characters. There's Thomas, Sabine, and... Uh, damn it, I've forgotten her name. Uh, Teresa. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's, he meets Teresa in a hotel and they fall in love and then they're kind of together but he continues to have um affairs continuously and sabina is the uh kind of long affair and she in turn then is having an affair with friends and all of them die or in that sense it follows their whole life which i quite like in a book what's his point about them having an affair is that like because it's a bit it's like um anti what's the word like it it's not norm that like it's not how you should be like having multiple partners like you should be a good no definitely not it's, like it's, one marriage couple, it's no? not i don't think there's any clear moral okay. outcomes from the book at all um and i think it's more that that's actually used as a point in order to talk about you know his psychologies and other people's oh, yeah. psychologies yeah. rather than the, any of the sort of 
Do those sort of stand up? That's what I would wonder reading it again, because it had such an effect on me. And now I feel if I read it now, I'd just be appalled at how sexist it was. And I, I just didn't notice that. And then I think I'd be upset because at the time I was like, this is so profound and like saying these things about love. And, uh, and now I feel like maybe it's a little icky, but I don't know if it is. I just feel because of the time. I mean, I don't think it particularly, I don't know, you should maybe should reread it because it's not, I think it doesn't try to sort of cast judgments particularly. So it's not saying, no, okay. I mean, because like she's aware that he's having affairs. He but is, it is like, aware that it hurts her and he continues to do it. But um, is it more, I mean, is that, are there like purple passages that are written like really cringe, you know, like that people are sort of talking about like how men write female sexuality, which is just such bollocks, like she bounced boobily down the set, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I sort of imagine that it's got some moments of that. Yeah, it probably has some. So you're just like, really? <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that is... Like writing somewhat... women in a very sort of male gazy way, like they're just yeah. all defined by their appearance and things. But maybe it's not. I'm sort of hoping that he was better than that, but... I don't think that's that's not the in case it's the case. Yeah. I mean well, the way I mean obviously this is you know my first time reading it, but I mean it it is you you can certainly read it where it's sort of like the 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 point of it is to talk about, you know, this uh, philosophy of of um eternal return and this kind of like if life is only lived once. Mm. you know what what is heavy and what is light and so it's kind of using oh, the characters yeah. within that to to investigate those ideas rather than it yeah they're, they're kind of the plot or their yeah characters being the, the sort of real focus of the book but so they're not really full characters they're more like ideas well i think that's it because it's like it's it, like yeah. do you read it or is it is it kind of one of those things where it's like the would the character would this character story be interesting enough because i think it it's well written mm. and interesting but you're kind of like it's it then it's the kind of structure of the book allows him to kind of jump in and out of it because it's kind of like oh this this story is almost incidental to me explaining mm. the philosophy it can kind of make it more interesting than yeah you know certainly you wouldn't be able to explain the philosophy without an idea but maybe mm. it makes the story much better too mm. But anyway, I have the last chapter to read at some point. Thinking about the shit thing, though, it's not just that shit is immoral. I know what he's sort of saying about totalitarianism and that kind of thing, but it's not that shit is immoral, but it's that, like, we have to teach ourselves as humans and we have to teach children that shit is, like, bad. Because young children are just, they will just, like, eat their poo or, like, they don't, yeah, it's, like, it's it's a common thing. So you have to learn as a human that this is you have to learn disgust that's why yeah yeah, you have to learn disgust exactly because without it you're just gonna die because you're just eating your own shit (laughs) and like all these things you sort of have to learn we think i don't know but animals have disgust we have to have it and yeah but they eat their own shit well they don't die from it some of them do yeah some of them do they have to teach their young to not do certain things like we do but it's just different things yeah Pretty I bet that wombat with the square poo. Now they've worked out oh, yeah. finally why it is. Something to well, do with maybe. their intestines or something. Yeah. Well, I guess it's less. Yeah. Or, or that, that, I think, 
yeah, working out how it could even happen and sort of somehow it's squeezing. Because I guess if you squeeze on all sides like that, you get a cube. I didn't, I didn't even know, but I was like thinking, I bet that wombat square cube shaped poo will be uh, in a pub quiz one day. So it was like, pleased to know that. Although it'd probably be one of those things where I can't recall at the time, you know, or the, yeah. or the question is just like the next step after that, you know, it's assumed, well, of course, you know that wombats have cube shaped yeah. poo, but what else is special about them? And you'd be like, that's the only thing I know. Yeah, exactly. Poor wombat. Or, you know, or they'll be like, other than the wombat, what other animal has cube shaped poo? And you're like, I only know that one. Well, in this quiz that the my tutor group were having to do, there was a question, true or false, giraffes have two hearts. And I can't remember the answer. <laughs> was it true or false? I don't know. I think it's false. You think it's I false? Think it, I don't but think Why would you mammal. put it in? Where would they put it in? It's a random it's question a... to have in if it's not true. Yeah, that's tricky. So you're going with false? Yeah, I don't think any mammal has two hearts. No, it seems unlikely. Giraffes, two hearts. Maybe they have an upper and a lower one, right? Unlike octopus, oh, unlike octopus or squid, which do have multiple hearts. Oh, okay. Giraffes only have one heart. Oh. Well, I did say mammal, so I... Yeah, that's true. I had but... squid last night and I'd never had it before and I liked it. <laughs> Just thought I'd say. I thought I was going to not like it. I mean, it doesn't really taste of much, I guess, on its own. It was sort of chewy, but it was in fried battery stuff. Mm, it's good. Cooked at home? No. At a restaurant? With a oh, Friday takeaway. Oh, nice. Oh, well, that's why. Yeah, I think you need a, you need a good hot oil, I imagine, to cook it. Yeah. It was good, but um, we went with a different place yesterday, and they gave us such massive portions, neither of us could finish it. Yeah. I, was, I mean, this isn't... I'm, I'm just going to let vent vent on this now. It's like um, <laughs> chips chip size portions in the UK. What is the what is the point of even having large? Like because I, 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 I got fish and chips. Them. Yeah, and I went in, and this guy came in and just ordered a small chips and a large chips, and I'm like, what? What the hell? What, it was like, hey, I have no idea because I was like, I mean, they, they come in, they serve them in boxes, but it's the same size box as well. This is the thing. It's like there's no difference between small and large. It's like you you really couldn't fit any more chips in the box. It probably is very um, so he's basically, whatever as well. They just doled yeah. them in. Like they're not counting them out. No, exactly. It's it's crazy to ask. Like I feel actually that would be. I'd like to get some data on that. Go around lots of fish and chip shops. I'll ask for small chips, but don't go in at the same time. Say so like a small chip. Oh, maybe if you do, well, you could do that. You could go in and say, "Well, I have a small chips and a large chips," and there's and then. They'll be like, this is the small, and you could weigh them and see what the difference is. But it'd be more interesting, it would also be interesting to sort of send in a person and they'd be like, I want the small chips, and then later send in someone else and they want large chips and weigh those as well. Because I feel like if you're going to ask for small and large at the same time, they need to make more of a conscious effort to make the small smaller. Because, as I say, honestly, the large is so large. When did you last have chips? That was the last time. It was like several weeks ago at Kennedy's uh, Chip Shop, which is uh, thankfully still open. Every time I go indoors, I just get COVID anxiety. It's like, you? you know, just like, oh, yeah. yeah. And also wearing a mask as well, because it makes you sort of like a bit less able to breathe. And also it's like, I feel like one of the things I hadn't really realised is earlier on, I was like um, spraying it with disinfectant. And I think it was actually like the disinfectant was well, like... Your mask? Yeah. After after you've been wearing that's it. That's a stupid idea. When well, they wash it, it but in. it's... Yeah, I know. That's the thing is, is I think I hadn't wasn't washing it sufficiently well and like I was breathing disinfectant fumes into my lungs and oh, I was making my lungs feel, terrible, yeah. feel tight and terrible but, yeah. 
I've the opposite of just like I have to wear it all day at school and then I just feel like this isn't really enough. <laughs> no, I don't think it is Not. probably. But um, what can you do? Better than oh, well. I suppose. Yeah. Um, um, and then I also got paranoid because having to do the test every time and then I hate doing the, the throat thing just makes me... I was like, has anyone actually thrown up yet to the people there? And they were like, not yet, but there's always a I'm just like, I'm gonna be that person. Like I can't I actually can't do it without properly like gagging. And I'm really <laughs> like scared that I'm actually gonna puke everywhere. And so then I don't do it enough. And I'm like, oh god, I don't think this is gonna be valid even because I've only done one test so far. And the thing they gave you was incredibly bendy. So it was just like a really wobbly stick. So you couldn't push it hard against the back of your throat anyway. Oh, you can only sort of lightly. Like hard plastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Um, I'm hungry now. Oh no. Feed me. You're going to get hungry. Where, mm. where have you got to in dark? I don't remember. Oh, oh uh, there, there was one kind of. It felt like they sort of resolved it slightly because you're like, ah, so that boy who goes Jonas. back no. is... Um, Jonas. Yeah. Is the... The cute one. Yeah. Isn't he the artist that commits suicide at the beginning? Wait, we've just spoilers. Spoilers. Blank. I can't... <laughs> you can't ask me things because it's okay. impossible for me to like not give things away. But All right. The trouble is, I, I think I'm going to have difficulty knowing anyway because Recapping. i'm watching a bit sporadically right and there's just too many characters it's like i can't deal with that many so i'm just like okay this i the gen oh there'll just be a general sort of you know a bunch of people who are yeah being but murdered, it's going all back the same forth in time. it's not that many because they're all in a small town and it's all the same people mm. so once you you know you kind of get into the thing of it it is really difficult because what's difficult is like what time is this? Who is who is that? Like it's really really confusing because of the time travel, but it is only those people that live in that town because they're sort of trapped. Wow! Like the music, the sort of yeah, music and stuff. <laughs> and all the rain—it's always raining, and they're wearing like nice raincoats in the woods. It's very creepy. Yeah. Um, it's hard to talk about, I suppose, because it's hard to remember what happens. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we watched um, finally this film, Saint Maud, that was one of the top films from last year that we've been waiting for to come out, and it was really good, quite disturbing. It was a horror film, but it wasn't like horror in the sense of like, ah, ah all the time. I mean, there were some scary bits, but it was more disturbing. It was like this young girl who's a nurse and it's like her she's she gets like fanatically religious and she's kind of I mean she's like maybe schizophrenic or something and she's kind of goes down gets sort of more and more disturbed as the film goes on it's really really bleak <laughs> but really good and it had like that similar kind of creepy music to dark that was just very atmospheric and sparse um, I was hoping today was going to be sunny. I got up so early yeah. and it sort of was bright. And I think now. it's darker now than it was, yeah. yeah it's like all rainy and orange. Rainy? Yeah. It's, I don't think it's rainy in here. It's dried out, but like just grey. Grimbosh. Um, what was your funny dreams? I, I was having a party. I, I have to look up my own notes. Yeah, it, it was really it made me laugh. I was having a party in my flat here, but it was kind of, you know, not quite like the flat because it's a dream. 
and uh, it's going well. There was lots of people, but it was kind of getting to that bit where it's sort of the end of the night mm. and it's sort of winding down. And uh, my, you know, I, have, I live in a studio flat, and so there's a there's a table and chairs and sofa and things like that in the middle of the room, and they were all gone. And I was like, well, where have they gone? And I was like, I better, you know, someone's. And so I was asking around, and they were like, oh, don't worry, we'll put them in the cupboard. And I went and looked, and it was in the cupboard. Somehow they'd like put my sofa vertically, squished it in there. I'm like, wow, good job packing it in. But I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be hard for me to get the sofa back out later. And there was loads of um, sort of snowflake, you know, sort of like the snowflake um, confetti being a big oh. pieces that are sort of like an, an inch or something, which I think even in the in dream. Yeah, it kind of made me a bit annoyed because I find those things so kind of bad from the sort of plastic waste kind of point of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was it. And then I was I was sat on the floor and, the, and the, 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 the party had spilled over into the flat next door as well. So I was kind of in there. Oh. And, um, you know, just so it wasn't of, a know, COVID dream. You weren't like, oh, God, everyone's too. No, crazy. no, no COVID anxiety. Yeah, because I had that dream earlier in the week, which had all this kind of thing where I was like, um, I went to work in, the, in that dream. And no one was wearing a mask and I was wearing a mask and feeling all kind of like anxious. And also the office somehow being in like people doing this woodwork and there was just like wood shavings <laughs> everywhere and like people on the lathe. And I was explaining to someone oh, about yeah. a jig. Yeah. So yeah. A jig is, you know, sort of something to sort of help you put things together. And we were trying to make a, he was trying to make something that was um, five pieces of wood meeting in the same spot. So a pentagon or, and, and this is the thing I can't work out as to whether, I, I think in the dream, I definitely said, oh, well, it'll be 360 divided by five. But whether in, in the dream I was able to do the maths to work out, because I guess I just inherently know that it's 360 degrees, or whether I was able to work out it was 72 in the dream, or whether oh. I woke up later and then I was like, you know, the first thing I was, my sort of conscious brain did was like, hey, by the way, subconscious, earlier you asked me what it is and it's 72. I don't know. I don't think can people do maths in dreams? I mean, you can. You can. I imagine you could do like if you were doing it like, all day, you would. I feel like you, I bet you. Oh, maybe yeah. I wonder whether you do like you feel like you're doing maths and you're not doing maths because yeah, I've had that. Because like, yeah, yeah. Because like I, I had you a sort think of, you've figured something out or like you've written something in your dream. And you're like it's brilliant and it's just yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> it's genius. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I had that where I was, I was on like a on stage or something once and there was like this whole kind of like orchestra and music and so you're like are you actually making up that music or is it just just yeah. brain is just like oh there's 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 music happening you don't really need to think what it actually is so you can just be like there's maths and there's an answer and it's correct what? i had that thing where i kept a dictaphone by my bed for a while so i could creepy record dreams but i didn't actually do it and also it's, it, it's just as easy to record on your phone but the, the thing yeah. i find as well when you first wake up it's a bit difficult to speak yeah because i find as well your voice is like oh really creaky and also it sounds so loud as well it's like well, there's nothing also, guaranteed to wake you up more than having to speak yeah you know you're suddenly like, and then the dream fades i find mm, it's exactly, quite hard yeah, to keep it because if you yeah. start talking you're like but it's different if you're telling it to someone i think yeah but typing is so slow thing. yeah that's the I know. thing that's so tricky um but do you think maybe if we if we talked if we did it like you were talking to someone like in uh twin peaks so you're just sort of like oh. talking to diane you're like diane yeah i had a dream where such and such yeah just walking around it is a, it's a very nice aspect isn't it of, of twin peaks or this kind yeah. of like dictaphone and the, the diane somewhere and you're like what happened and you just sort of you know you implicitly I remember imagine... that she was called diane i just i'm yeah. so scared of twin peaks that i can't think about it. <laughs> i've blocked it all out 
It's less scary than dark, or more scary no. in a way, I guess, because it goes no, it's into not. Like... Dark's not scary. It's disturbing. Like the idea is brilliant, but Twin Peaks oh. is fucking terrifying. Like nothing. And I've seen lots of horror films now, and nothing scares me like David Lynch. Nothing. Have you it's seen? Just... Um... I've seen most of his. Holland Drive. Yeah. That's scary. Well, the, the one we watched together wasn't scary, though, was it? It was just really boring. It was sinister. Well, maybe we'd been. Maybe it was maybe... really boring. It went on for it like was three really hours. Yeah, I think we it's nine really hours. Tired isn't it? And drunk. <laughs> did, we, did we watch the whole thing? I think we abandoned it off for three hours. So there was still no, another six like hours we did. to go. We were like, oh, uh, we might as well still go now. There's still two hours or something. All I can remember was a bit that I quite liked that he usually has, where it was like that. Yeah, it's only three hours long. Yeah. Three hours is long. It is a long film, yeah. Too long. Yeah, it's too long, I agree. I didn't do very well that one, I think. I can't remember what it was called. Oh. Inland yeah, Empire. Inland Empire, that's it. That was 2006. Um, was it? That was in... Um, uh, hmm, I must have come over from France to visit. Wow, well, just looking at David Lynch's high school senior portrait. It's really <laughs> is it the one with the giant hair? It's, it's like no, in the razor it's, it's just a neatly cut. No, no, he doesn't. He oh, looks pretty, pretty well that turned was later. out. And he has um, he had like a huge, a, a neat fringe cut. Oh, yeah, a razor hair. Oh. The hair's always bigger than you think, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Ian Whitmore grew his hair and it was like that? <laughs> just goes straight up. I'd love that if I did that, but it kind of poofs out after a while. My hair, I'm just despairing. I don't understand. I just can't. I used to be able to cut my own hair and it looked fine. And now it's just awful. It just always look, looks awful. I don't know what to do. I might try and cut it again today. <laughs> going to end um, up just like cutting it all off in anguish. <laughs> I thought you had cut your hair actually. Universe. I did, but it, it was oh. terrible. It just looks terrible. Oh, it looks fine to me. I, I mean, can't seem to get it right. It's all like. Well, it's because I can't see any of it. It's because it's all hidden. Yeah, because right. I've tied it up because yeah. it's so bad. Uh, yeah, Inland Empire was the last film he made. Oh, um, that's but, a long you know, time it, ago. There was the new Twin Peaks. Yeah, he's he's sat back on his laurels. But he wasn't he? doing that, was he? I thought that was someone else. The new Twin Peaks, or was that him? No, that was him. That was him. Oh, okay. Was Did you watch it? Great, creative, executive producer, director, and writer. Oh. No, I haven't read, watched it yet. I I'm feel it would scared. probably disappoint. Yeah, it'd probably disappoint me. Um, so it didn't scare you then? So you don't like horror and you think it's too frightening, but you don't mind David Lynch. That's insane. What does scare you then? Wait, no, I don't like I don't like horror. Uh, well, some horror I don't like. Or I do like. I mean, I, no, I don't mind no, it. I just don't, don't want to watch horror. particularly go for it. Why well, just don't particularly go for it? I don't know. The, the, that, oh, it was because um, it was too scary. Dark Water was pretty creepy. I think Dark Water is amazing. Oh. Is that I imagine more terrifying things than actually happen. But well, yeah, the things the I imagine are... That's the point um, of a good horror. Yeah. It should lead you to imagine things. If it just tells you everything, it's not very good. Yeah, so I guess that's why I don't want that. Why do I want... I don't want my brain conjuring up horrible things. Yeah, it's but good, good horror doesn't do that. Oh, I see. Yeah, I know. Mm. That's how I used to feel. It's weird that I watch it now because that is how I always was. And I feel like that's important. Like, it's good to be sensitive to things. You shouldn't be just like, oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, that's disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I find it really interesting now. So rather than, like, a good horror is saying something interesting about psychology and humans. I mean, if it's bad, then it's just gratuitous and it's horrible. Uh, 
but like often horror explores things that are really interesting because they're because they are dark like the dark side of human nature and often they're not like i think everybody has their like triggers as well like the thing that they can't they can't deal with um it depends like where it's come from <laughs> it's kind of like the thing we were saying about words like what's the intention right we should talk about the minute and then you can have your lunch there's not much to say in this minute <laughs> um the main highlight for me of this minute mm. just to jump in there is the look of disdain <laughs> or something what did i write down oh that's not my notes that's my to-do list charlotte's face mm. yeah <laughs> yes um kind of incredulous like why why are you saying that kind of look yeah <laughs> she's so Rachel. annoyed with zoe yeah so he's just such an asshole but very um so he says hey girls or something like that yeah are you students or work as well which is kind of funny rather than sort of thing do you work or <laughs> it's kept in yeah oh last week as well I did research. I can't remember if I said this already, but you know, we were saying oh, last episode, sorry, not last week, but on the 3D thing. Yeah. And the guy did only have one eye, Oh. but that isn't on the Wikipedia page for some reason. Oh. Or, yeah. As far as I can tell, anyway, from, like, there, were, there were other reputable sources such as UCL, I think, or something. Okay. And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He asks what they do and, and then Charlotte Stephanie starts to say something and then Zoe just comes up with this bullshit. Did you have the subtitles? No, that's the other French? thing. Okay. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's quite a lot of fun. Uh, she said, um, she lies and says that they're music execs um, and that they sign up bands. They go to they go to concerts and they sign bands up. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. Um, and he's like, what's your company called? And she's like, she just makes something up on the spot. And she calls it Aristotle, I think. Mm. And he says... Like the turtle. Is that mean like ninja? Is one of the ninja turtles called Aristotle? Oh, yeah, probably is. Yes, because they're all named after okay. like Raphael, Leonardo Raphael. No, it's not Aristotle. No, is it? I didn't think Aristotle no. was one. But so I don't know. But they are. They are I misheard classic. or if he misheard or if he misunderstood or he doesn't remember the name of the turtles. But anyway, and she's like, no, like the philosopher. <laughs> it's just like she's just really thinking he's dumb, really dumb. Um, and really gullible. Um, are you looking them up? Yes. I can hear the tune in my head in there, like Donatello. They're called Donatello. Yeah. Um, yes. Raphael. Um, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Leonardo. Leonardo. Isn't there five of them? No, there's four. Oh. Okay, so what is he talking about then? Maybe he didn't say turtle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no mention of Aristotle in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As far as <laughs> is that what she's? I think she says Aristotle. Maybe I've got that one as well. Anyway, in a clip of whatever she says, because he he says about Aristotle definitely. Yeah. Okay. So that's what she says then. And then Charlotte says in French. I mean, Stephanie says in French. Why do you have to come up with this bullshit, people? It's really upsetting. Zoe's like, oh no, sorry, I'm reading the wrong bit. <laughs> Am I? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, that's right. What? I watched the next minute, but I called it the same minute number, so I'm well confused now. Wait, minute 23, right? Yeah. My notes are good. 
Yeah, Charlotte says, like, why do you have to make up stuff I hate when you bullshit to people? Upsets me. And Zoe says, ah, oh, he doesn't understand anything. It's fine. <laughs> and and then Stefan's, like, kind of picking up that they're arguing. Either he understands more than he's letting on, which could be the case, because I feel like... Yeah, I think he understands like, well enough. I understand, understood French, but I couldn't necessarily speak it very well. So I understood yeah. what people were saying. Um, so maybe he's, like, a bit hurt. Because he anyway. looks really like, hurt and upset. Yeah, that's my like, I'm gonna go. Um, and then Charlotte asks him if how he knows Sylvan. Is that his mum? Sylvan. Not sure. Yeah. Yeah, and he says uh, from Mexico, and she's like, "Oh, you didn't? She didn't say." I was a bit confused about this. Anyway, it's like, well, maybe she didn't saying? say, but she doesn't. But she wouldn't know. She probably just would refer to him as my son, so she wouldn't be like, "Oh, this is." Yeah, him. but why doesn't? Perhaps. Why doesn't he want to tell them that it's his mum? Is it because they've Cause... Sort of bitched about their landlady and they're, he's embarrassed? Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. But he also doesn't tell them he lives next door. No. He's like, shall we drive you back? And he's like, no, it's fine. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't say, true. by the I way. I just go across the landing. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he on his way out anyway? Yeah. Yeah, he was originally. But to um, do what, we don't know. That's it, actually, isn't it? Oh, no, then yeah. um, she comes back in and uh, Charlotte's like, Oh, no, that's the next minute. I was going to say, the... Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, short. Yeah, because the minute ends, just from a sort of feng shui point of view or something like that, let me just check the, the frame. The minute ends with um, with Charlotte just with her back to us. Very oh. rude. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. though, because that's the only other thing I wrote down when I was listening to the commentary and Gondry is talking to Charlotte saying, like, or about her saying that she's one of the few actresses that doesn't play up to the camera. Like he's saying that like often actors are very keen to be the one in shot and they're like, obviously they're all playing up to the camera, but they're very like conscious of it. And they're like, they will never turn their back on a camera, but Charlotte does that often. And she's just very sort of almost shy. Like it's almost like she's trying to get out of the frame rather than being like, look at me, here I am. And he finds I wonder that interesting. If you could think of it almost though that also growing up with a famous mm, father that perhaps you're more natural around the camera because it's yeah. just sort of something that's been there. But she's also shy. Like I think she's got that yeah. double thing that like she's natural, but also when I've heard her talking about her music, she's just like, I don't want people to just be like I don't want people to not talk about my dad because obviously it's important to me, but also I don't want them to just think that's all they're thinking about. And so she's yeah. sort of embarrassed embarrassed used to it but also embarrassed by it um and she's quite a shy person i took yeah. a screenshot we could upload that uh, it's a nice jumper she has um, yeah and there's she's a little bit of wood to the side of the door which perhaps is going to form this um uh sort of mezzanine bed that they were talking about mm. <laughs> what do you it's think really they're just doing? A DIY shop. i don't know it's because she's starting to say it like we are something creative something oh right what is their actual job <clears throat> yeah i don't know it's hard to tell yeah because I mean, they've got so much stuff can't imagine that think... zoe would be doing the same thing as her because she seems no. not very in i don't know the same she doesn't seem the same as charlotte's character she seems a bit more outgoing yeah. so i like the way like charlotte gansberg is very like natural she doesn't have any makeup on at all and not even like makeup to make it look like she hasn't got makeup on, but she's completely <laughs> like pale. And... Is, is it anti-makeup makeup? makeup that... 
if you, you wore know, makeup and then put makeup on to make it look like you weren't wearing makeup on top yeah, of that makeup. Yeah, that's the thing that they normally do in films. Mm. Just like Sometimes it's more obvious than others. It annoys me when it's like period things and you're like, what? Actually, something came up. What were we watching? Oh, I was in the Viking thing. And they're like, the men wear makeup as in, you know, sort of smudgy eyeliner. Like they put like charcoal stuff around their eyes. Kind of like how Vikings did in lots of tattoos. But at the same time, like they are like wearing modern, <laughs> they've got like mascara and eyeliner. And then there's this one female character that just came in. She just had full face of makeup. I'm like, pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure they wouldn't have had like lipstick and perfect eyeshadow and foundation. But... <laughs> um... Yeah. I almost I was hoping to this weekend to scavenge a record player, but um Oh yeah. It went. Sorry, let's cut that out. That's boring. <laughs> My student yesterday, um two students had I guess they're fifteen or sixteen, and they both have record players and they play records. How cool is that? Lots of lots of youth cool. do that. Yeah. Oh, I, I got my record player up to London, but um I can imagine but, like uh, 20 somethings too, but not teenagers. That's impressive. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Oh. No, I don't know any teenagers. Let's see. 90s are back. Mm. Someone sent me a 90s playlist. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> that was just like me remembering a song and then playing a radio. Did you curate it. that whole list? No, 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 no. I just went on Spotify. Right. I was thinking about that JJ72 song that I used to like. And I was like, God, I'm listening to that for ages. Um, and then just did that like song radio thing on Spotify. Um, have we wandered off? Have we stopped? Yeah, shall we uh, finish it? I think we already stopped, didn't we? All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope the beginning bit's recorded. I hope we've got some EVP again. <laughs>